Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Science Pals. It's Grace, and I'm back with your snappy science for the week. There's been this massive smoke plume uh, from the Canadian wildfires that's been blowing for thousands of miles across the eastern part of the United States. It's literally been blotting out the sun and shrouding many cities in a cough-inducing haze. Actually, here in New York City, I experienced this, and there's a video coming out literally this Saturday on the T-Core channel about all of this. I documented the whole experience because it was so insane. So as the smoke was drifting with the wind, it also created a new hazard along the way uh, that is greater than the sum of its parts. So there's a troubling ozone cocktail that has now resulted from this chemical reaction between wildfire smoke and components of urban air pollution. Great. Sounds wonderful, right? (laughs) So scientists have long known that ozone is a byproduct of the reaction between sunlight and chemicals in wildfire smoke called volatile organic compounds. We're going to call them VOCs. And these things also called nitric oxide. We're going to call them our NOs or our NOs. If ozone is high in the atmosphere, it is a beneficial product because it blocks the harmful UV rays. But ozone at Earth's surface can cause breathing problems and other severe health issues. So as the plume blows over cities, many VOCs that have not already chemically reacted have another chance to mix with an abundance level of these nitric oxide particles that are produced by the burning of fossil fuels in urban areas. Hello, New York City. So ozone concerns aren't just for cities near the wildfires. These VOCs, which we said are volatile organic compounds, can be long lasting, meaning that even fires that come from more than a thousand miles away can increase ozone levels in NO filled cities. And climate change is actually heightening this risk because it's leading to more frequent and more intense wildfires. So these VOCs can be in the air much, much longer. When you have these unhealthy ozone levels present, the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection Agency, recommends you stay indoors, buy an air purifier, and limit your outdoor recreation to early mornings and evenings and also wearing an N95 mask because these dust particles are so bad for you and your lungs. Like when I had the smoke here in New York, we stayed indoors the whole time because we were just not risking it. It's like the equivalent of smoking like 10 packs of cigarettes and no one needs that in their body. So mitigating this wildfire smoke contribution to ozone is going to be a really unique challenge for each city. Ozone production rises in step with NO concentrations, but only up to a certain point. So above a specific threshold of NO, an ozone production becomes less efficient, which is pretty interesting. So a city is considered to be NO sensitive, nitric oxide sensitive, if it has not reached the maximum amount of ozone that can be created from the levels of NO in the atmosphere. 
So conversely, if a city is past the maximum level of ozone that can be created from the available NO, it is considered to be NO saturated, meaning it is so saturated that it can't begin to produce more ozone. NO saturation tends to be prevalent near cities' cores, kind of like, you know, the middle of the city where the majority emissions are released. But here's where it gets a little counterintuitive. A NO saturated city that tries to reduce the NO levels to accommodate the wildfire smoke would temporarily increase the ozone levels. So NO sensitive cities, nitric oxide sensitive cities, on the other hand, would have much more straightforward approach to mitigation. So, you know, stronger regulations of nitric oxide production from cars, trucks, and construction equipment and other industrial sources to help improve ozone levels at the surface of the earth. Moral of the story, nitric oxide being released into the atmosphere is bad and having ozone down here is bad and wildfire smoke is only going to make things worse because everything just wants to mix and react and it takes a long time for these particles to break down in the atmosphere. They stick around for thousands if not hundreds of years in our atmosphere once they're produced. Well, that is your snappy science for the week. I can't wait to chat with you guys next week all about sewage. Yes, that's right. We are talking about how your poop goes down the drain. (laughs) All right, science pals. Hope you took something good from this snappy science. Leave us a rating and review or send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Have a stellar week and learn something new. Bye, friends.